This is Dojo Live, Tech Without Borders, stories that bring us together. And good afternoon, everyone. This is Carlos Ponce uh, from Nearsoft broadcasting live from uh, kind of a rather a rather uh, unique location. I'm at a Starbucks. As a, uh, and this is one of the beauties of, of working with Nearsoft is that we can pretty much work from anywhere. <laughs> now, with the internet start, connection. Yeah, with a, exactly, with a good connectivity. So let's cross our fingers. Okay, today, <laughs> joining me today from our office in Hermosillo is Aurora Vélez, my fellow teammate, longtime teammate, over 12 years, I guess, give or take. Uh, hi, Aurora. It's a, a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for joining us as co-host today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting okay. me. <laughs> Absolutely. And last but not least, we have our featured guest. We are, we're going to be having a conversation with Mr. Gilad Salamander. He is the CEO of eClincher, a social media management platform, and he'll be able, uh, he'll be um, telling us all about it today. Gilad, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you here today. So welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for you also for accommodating the last minute changes uh, last week. Okay, so Gilad, um, let's. Um, I, I would like to start off my uh, my conversation with you uh, with a couple of things. Of course, it's about uh, you and your company. So tell us about you and tell us about eClincher. What's what's the story? Tell us a little bit about that, please. Sure. Uh, yeah. So eClincher, as you mentioned earlier, it's a complete social media management platform. Uh, we designed a platform to help uh, businesses of all sizes to really manage their, uh, started with the social, me social media presence kind of in one platform and expanding into other channels like Google My Business and some uh, maybe Yelp and um, other channels as well. Uh, so this has became a really uh, huge, huge time saver for businesses. Uh, as you know, um, you know, social media is evolving over the years, started kind of like 2009, uh, mostly with enterprises uh, using social media, and it's kind of evolved into uh, small and micro businesses. And now it's very common to almost everyone, you know, to use consumers using social media to communicate with businesses of all sizes. Um, so we we built eClincher really to solve a huge problem because that communication channel, uh, which mostly started with the marketing needs requirements in terms of reaching out to people. Uh, kind of building your brand uh, to get make sure people hear about your brand and businesses using social media for brand awareness. Uh, now it's in addition to the marketing aspect of it, it's also, uh, if you will, CRM, uh, like customer relationship management and main communication channel. Uh, uh, you know, I can give you a few examples for that. Um, let's take United Airline. So if you have a problem with the ticket today, you will maybe tweet to United Airlines and um, you'll get a response with less than two minutes. Uh, this is all, you know, given the social media, you know, how it's kind of accepted as a, as a main communication channel. And from United Airlines, it's kind of, uh, you know, basically going down to the much smaller businesses as we move forward in time. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see. Um, 
a little bit about myself. So I'm the CEO and uh, co-founder of eClincher. We started the company back in 2012. Uh, we pivoted away uh, from the initial concept of uh, which included mostly analytics of social uh, and some uh, website monitoring in terms of performance and making sure the site is loading uh, in a fast or sufficient speed before users will leave the website. Um, in 2014, that's where we pivot away to complete social media management platform. Um, so, uh, as I mentioned before, I'm the CEO and a co-founder of the company. Uh, I've done uh, some other uh, positions, uh, all the way from semiconductor to marketing to building companies. Uh, I'm a partner in, in another company called Epimetrics. Um, so, this is about myself. Thank you, Gilad. Um, I see that you have extensive experience in product vision, uh, strategic planning, process, profit and loss management, and operational excellences. So how do you come up with the strategies to support business growth using the, the tool? Yeah, so our business growth or in general supporting clients' business growth? Uh, client business growth. Yeah. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, social media and online presence is becoming kind of the key must have, uh, you know, presence for any business for any size. If you take, for example, you know, a restaurant, a restaurant owner, uh, you know, people look up reviews before they, you know, they check out the reviews before they decide which restaurant to go to. Um, so we need to provide them a tool that really uh, give them the freedom and the option to very efficiently respond to people, making sure they're not missing any reviews, uh, they can respond to people very quickly, and they can also promote themselves. So the platform that we build really allows uh, businesses of all sizes, very large companies to very small companies, uh, to achieve all of that. Um, if needed, they can use other team members or other users within the same company uh, kind of engaging uh, with their uh, their users or their audiences. Okay, and how do do they get started in the use of uh, eClincher? So, and your really, yeah, it's really easy to start. We offer a free trial. Uh, so when I say free, it's it's completely free. We don't ask for credit card information. We don't ask for any payment. And uh, the reason for that is we believe in transparency. We believe. Uh, if a business or a user will see uh, the value for his business or her business, they will use the tool and then eventually convert and, and decide to pay for the service. Uh, so we offer 14, 14 days uh, trial. And during the trial, they get full support. All the functionality is open. Everything is available to the users so they can try everything. Uh, they can also use our support 24-7. So if they have any questions, uh, how to do, how to connect, how to use a feature. We provide all of that within our platform. Okay, thank you. Um, Gilad, there's something, uh, before we continue with the conversation, I, I would like to go back a little bit to the, your chosen topic of the day, which is so, uh, the business use case. So why did you choose this particular topic and why did you decide that it was important to talk about these, these aspects? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things, a couple of indications in the market. Um, basically, one of them is, you know, we hear we hear on the news, we hear other businesses, we see 
the growth of social media it's just getting much much bigger uh than you know everyone anticipated um and uh so a lot of businesses they feel like you know before they had to spend or the marketing spend was or the budget spend was allocated uh into di different type of uh reaching out brand awareness um advertising and all of that and now social media since it's becoming such a, a strong um like i said a must-have channel in terms of communication reaching out to new leads and potential customers as well as addressing issues and uh, complaints um you know this is really the main reason why business would choose uh to be in social media so um so that's the business use case uh, they really we feel like and we hear it from our customers as well uh it's not a matter of a choice do i need to have a facebook page or a twitter account or instagram uh they just jump into it and they know they have to spend uh both time resources of course uh and dedicate themselves and they get resource to do that uh the platform that we build really helps them to address this issue and uh, address, you know, the business use case, which is, again, be presence and be available to consumers asking questions or engaging with our company, um, and so we we build a platform to help uh, this specific use case. Thank you so much, Gilad. Um, I have one more question, and then I'm going to pass on the mic to to Aurora. Uh, well, since we're discussing uh, the business use case, uh, I think it's relevant. Um, what would you say that? Um, well, okay, let me put it this way: What is the big, the biggest uh, uh, challenge challenge in your industry overall related to improving the customer experience and its impact on adoption uh, in, in in your marketplace? I think um, you know definitely there are a lot of um, a lot of tools, a lot of platforms out there from previous years, from many years ago. Uh, to be honest, things change so much. As an example, all the social channels requiring now to be a partner, have a full partnership. Uh, you know, and so if you're not a partner, you're going to have a really hard time to get all the features and all the functionality that uh, users really need. Uh, you know, mainly talking about publishing, engagement, analytics, uh, and content, uh, managing the content and also curate content and finding relevant contents, uh, to share with your audience. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, um, in terms of uh, working in the software industry, industry and developing a product, uh, your product, how do you handle the client feedback in order to make improvements to the system? Yeah, it's a great question. So we uh, very rarely on we uh, we prioritize customer support and customer engagement. So we believe in connecting to our users and what they need. Uh, we believe this is the only way to develop uh, a much needed product. Uh, so the way we do it, we have the customer support. Uh, we constantly uh, talking to our clients and leads, uh, doing demos, uh, doing customer support questions or cases, and uh, often we hear, you know, suggest, you know, suggestions, new features, and um, you know, in a lot of the cases, we we see the value in that. We uh, 
we research more that particular suggestions and we implement and then we roll it out. So I think um, being connected to the end user and those ways that I mentioned, which is customer support demos and, and just being on the phone with customers and understanding their needs really help us to come up with an amazing product um, that can address a lot of the a lot of the issues, a lot of the um, time consuming switching between platforms, logging in to different platforms, analyze it. In many cases, we've seen customers coming to us using three or four different tools, uh, paying to four different services, and they switch to us and they use one service. Uh, so in addition to the the saving, the cost saving, of course, uh, it's also time saving and also more efficient, and it allows them to really focus on their business and grow the business uh, with this uh, extra time that they can gain. Great. So, um, how does your company work towards finding uh, the talent that works for your company and solves this issue, develops? Yeah, that's a great question. So we uh, we are multi international team. We have uh, people all over the world. Uh, we're expanding. Typically, we're finding people as a referred, so an employee will refer other people uh, that they know. Uh, it works the best. Um, our employees are extremely dedicated. They really care about the company and the company growth, and uh, they want to make sure they do their best to contribute to the company. Um, and the team has been expanding almost on a monthly basis. Oh, great. That sounds great. So, uh, well, in terms of, of the people in the company, what mm -hmm. would you say are you, the the guiding principles of your uh, culture, of the culture of your company? Yeah, so be, uh, be transparent. That's the number one. Uh, be helpful, be polite, be, uh, you know, try to understand the issue. Uh, we take all cases extremely, um, you know, so if, if if there is a case and we can solve it within a live chat, uh, it goes to a phone, and uh, in many cases it goes to a screen share, um, like a, a meeting with a screen share, and uh, we're making sure, even if it takes an hour, uh, we spend the time with the customer to make sure the problem is resolved. Uh, if the case is something more generic, of course the information is being forwarded to the relevant uh, team, which will then go to the development team, and then a solution will be uh, within a few days will be rolled out. Thank you. Um, do you have? Uh, does the system have any limitations or your processes? Um, uh, I, I assume you are addressing them. So, how are you doing that? Can Can you clarify what you mean by processes? Well, uh, limitations. Limitations that you. Oh, limitations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so definitely, you know, with every platform out there that has, um, you know, partnership with other, uh, in this case, social channels, there's limitations in terms of API uh, or the application um, program interface, what we can get, what type of information we can get from the channels. Uh, I'm sure you guys heard about the privacy issue with Facebook that happened last year with the Analytica Cambridge. Um, you know, a lot of changes uh, happened uh, since then you know, in terms of privacy and making sure that the uh, privacy is kept for uh, all users. Uh, so the limitation are mostly coming out from, from the channels themselves. Um, for example, if we want to access more data or specific data that is not available to us, 
uh, we are limited by that, of course. Um, in addition to that, I think limitation, you know, of course, the size of the team, uh, you know, how many resources and developers you have. So we have a roadmap is quite rich and, and amazing. Uh, you know, the features that we keep rolling out are uh, very impressive. It's going to get uh, much better than it is now. Uh, but for that, you need more people and you need to grow the team in order to get that, uh, you know, as soon as possible. But, um, you know, as, a, as you mentioned, there, there is a limitation and there's, you're going to need time to develop that. Um, so this is, this is the second one. Okay. Thank mm -hmm. you. Uh, uh, I would like yes, to ask a ahead. question. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, and this is, um, I'm particularly interested, personally interested a little bit in, in, in all things AI. And we've had a lot of AI uh, guests in the past. So my question is in, 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 in your industry, how, is, how do you think AI, if applicable, is going to change the landscape of your, of, 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 of your industry, of your space, and your company, for that matter? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, uh, you know, AI is definitely something that uh, we start seeing in different industries and different spaces coming in. And a lot of uh, startups and companies are coming up with great ideas, uh, specifically for our space. Um, you know, when you talk about customer or CRM or customer complaints or engagement with the business, uh, we wanted to, the goal is to respond as quickly as possible and uh, to allocate the conversation to the, to the relevant person. So in our case, uh, you know, there's a couple of things we want to do. We want to allow um, our customers to be able to uh, forward the conversation or the engagement or the question uh, to the relevant person in their organization. And the second one, uh, we want to do uh, kind of sentiment analysis, te text analysis, uh, which will help us uh, getting a much better response time to reduce the response time and, uh, and again, allocate to the relevant person so we can address, or the organization can address the issue as soon as possible. Uh, so mainly we see the AI, the AI uh, relevant to the, our inbox, uh, we have a feature called Inbox, uh, which essentially will aggregate all the different type of communications or interactions from all the social channels, including uh, reviews, including YouTube comments, uh, Yelp, uh, Google My Business uh, reviews and questions, uh, Q&A. All of those will come to the Inbox. And we see what we see from our users is essentially you know, maybe in the past, they used to publish a few posts, uh, you know, a day or a week or a month. And then now it's all becoming uh, engagement. So to take care of this engagement portion, uh, we build the inbox. And uh, all they have to do is check the inbox just like email. Um, they can complete items as soon as they respond. And they can also allocate or assign items to specific team members. So back to your question, I think AI will help us uh, getting to, to assign those automatically to the relevant people within the organization, uh, as well as uh, trigger, you know, if, if there is, a, um, you know, a negative sentiment or something like that that we want to address quickly before it gets viral, before it affects the brand name, reputation, and so on. Oh, sorry, I was on mute. Thank you so much, Gilad, again. Um, I have one more question, and then I'm going to pass on back the, the, the mic back to Aurora. Um, from, the, from the business perspective, 
what kind of uh, partnerships, you know, would, would you consider strategic for your growth, as for eClincher's growth, and why? Um, <clears throat> I think, of course, the partnership it has to be a very close partnership with all the social channels on the major one. Uh, so you're talking about Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Google, uh, really all the big one. And, and the reason for that is, you know, because of this tight partnership, we're able to communicate, um, you know, the pain points and the issues and what type of APIs or information we would like to get from those uh, channels so we can better support our customers. So that's a very strategic partnership. Uh, if you want to add a new a new channel, uh, a new social uh, social media channel, then uh, again you need to be a partner. You need to get access. They they will need to accept you. Um, you know, I think it it was in the beginning it was very challenging to get the partnership. Uh, to be honest, and uh, the reason for that is, uh, you know, if you're Facebook and you want to work with uh, certain partners that adding value to their users, so they're very careful in choosing those partners. And so over the years we've seen, uh, you know, pretty much all of the social channels that we know. Uh, kind of having more strict rules and uh, choosing more carefully uh, their partners and only a handful of partners. Um, so that's always a channel, a, ch a challenge, and, um, you know, getting new channels on board. Um, you know, specifically for the technical aspect of it, I think growing the team to be able to support fast enough our, our customers and, uh, you know, requested features and so on. And of course, prioritizing uh, and understanding the market, what, what should be going first. Uh, all of those are um, ongoing challenges that we have. Um, Again, thank you so much, Gilad. Um, okay, we are we're approaching the final segment of today's conversation. So I need to pass on the mic back to Aurora, which I believe she has another question. So Aurora, feast away, please. Yes, thank you, Carlos. So um, I, I, I just have one question. Uh, how do you uh, make sure that, well, how do you assure the quality of your product? Uh, how, how do you do software testing? How is that team in particular structured? I'm yeah, interested that. that that's, that's a great question, especially if we, you know, if we do updates often, uh, let's say once or twice a week, you know, it's going to be very challenging uh, to keep up with, um, you know, the quality assurance and making sure that the functionality is working the way it should, as well as nothing else is impacted, as you know. Uh, so we do have a QA team, uh, the quality assurance team. They're, they're, um, uh, the way it works is, is basically uh, from development, it goes to testing. Uh, the, after the testing, um, the developer will receive a full feedback uh, what is working, what is not, um, and then of course, uh, once that uh, issue is identified or fixed, goes back to QA. Uh, the next step, once everything is approved, then we go to something called uh, uh, pre-production environment. So we essentially uh, roll out the full environment, the same as production, and we test it again to make sure everything is working. Uh, once that is approved, then we can roll it out to production. Um, uh, when we roll out to production, there's absolutely zero time or downtime to the user, okay. which means uh, there's no impact. Just like 
when Facebook rolls out a new feature, mm -hmm. certain users will see it right away as if, if they just logged into the system. Uh, otherwise, it will come in as soon as they refresh their page or log in again to their system. So similar to that, we do we use the same way. Um, you know, often since our users, you know, one of the challenges, we spoke about challenges, our users, you know, they stay logged into the system. They use it on daily basis, hours, uh, every day. So they stay logged in and they won't discover this new feature that we just rolled out maybe a few days ago just because they're still logged into the previous session. Mm -hmm. um, so in some cases, we'll notify, we'll send an email or a pop-up on their application and, and their screen. Uh, asking them to refresh or log out and re-log in uh, to the application. Uh, do you have a, a team of oh, testers no. or there's automation as well? Uh, no, it's all, so we don't have automation. Uh, we're thinking a lot about scripting and automation. Uh, the system is, is very complex. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of different things. Uh, you could do that. Uh, I think you can do that well with, let's say, adding account or connecting Facebook account to a brand new trial account. Uh, I think that will work well. Uh, but there are certain things that it's just too many dependencies and too many uh, conditions that you right. really need a uh, human to, to test everything. And also, you know, as you do that over, over time, you become more senior and more understanding the platform and this, all the yeah. different features. So that's an advantage that uh, maybe a script, of course, will not detect. Mm -hmm. That's right. Great. Great answer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, you. thank you. Thank you so much, Gilad. Hey, listen, um, we are approaching the final minutes. Uh, so before we uh, wrap up, I would like to um, ask you, Gilad, uh, if someone were to approach you with, uh, let's say, some words of wisdom, you know, they're starting out or, or any, do you have any other, any words of wisdom that, that you would like to share with the audience based on your experience, on, you, on your journey, uh, and also, of course, uh, on regarding the topic of today's conversation. Do you have any final words of wisdom for our audience? Yeah, I think it's a great question. Um, you know, over the years, what, you know, my experience and what I've learned over the years, uh, there's a couple of things for any, any business, any size. It could be really small micro business all the way to a very large corporation. Um, so, Essentially, there's a couple of things that I recommend uh, any any founder, any business, uh, at least try to follow. Uh, one of them, the first one, is connecting with their end users. End user can be defined as a customer, uh, you know, someone that may use your software or buy your product or service. Uh, that's the end user. Connecting with them means a lot of different things. Um, first of all, addressing what they're looking for, their pain point. Uh, or helping them in, in growing their business or, or uh, growing their revenue, and that's the goal. Uh, so connecting is really understanding their needs and building a solution, appropriate solution to solve that problem or to help them uh, grow their business. Uh, the second one is execution. So um, execution is extremely important. You can have the most amazing product without execution. Uh, that product will never uh, grow or uh, get adapted or you know sell in mass or uh, high volume uh, so execution can be done obviously with a, a really good team so you have to be understand you know what your skill set of the team and hire or grow your team accordingly um, to make, make sure that the execution continues 
uh, with the different phases of the company as the company continues to grow. Thank you so much, Gilad. Uh, I think those are great word, uh, final words of wisdom for today's conversation, and it's a good way to wrap up. Uh, well, oh, but one more thing before we go is uh, if uh, someone wants to learn more about eClincher or wants to get in touch, how do they go about that? Where, where can they find you? Yeah, so I, I recommend they go to eclincher.com. Uh, this is our main website. Uh, they can find out all the different features and functionalities. Um, you know, we focus mainly on publishing, advanced publishing. We have really unique features with that aspect of publishing and smart queues. Um, we take care of the engagement uh, by providing a complete inbox that connects to all the major channels out there. Um, we provide the analytics. So all the posting, all the scheduled posts that you can do on our system, uh, you can find out how they perform and uh, if it really drives traffic and how many clicks and views. So the analytics is great. Uh, we also help uh, with uh, content. So we suggest content on topic search, and this is coming from millions of websites and you know around the world, social media and websites. Um, you know, so I recommend coming to eclincher.com. Uh, you can review the features and you can start a free trial. Uh, the free trial, as I mentioned before, we don't require any payment information. Uh, it really takes uh, just a username and a password to log in, and then you can start schedule your first post, and then uh, also respond. You know, uh, as as engagement items comes to the inbox, you can respond quickly to people. Uh, you know, on different channels, different social channels. So, um, yeah, I think the trial and using the support. So if you have any questions, you know, we provide a 24-7 live support. And so people can always uh, start a live chat, a new conversation. And uh, even if you're just a beginner, just starting social media for your business, or if you're a marketing uh, savvy person that uh, use uh, various tools over the years, uh, you can always, um, you know, uh, address the questions to our experts and our support. Thank you so much, Gilad. And of course, folks, if you're watching this at a later time uh, after we're um, stopped broadcasting, you can find all this information is going to be right there on our website and, of course, on the, on the, on the landing page for this interview. So it's all going to be there on dojo.nearsoft.com right here on our website, too. So, well, Gilad, the only thing left for me to do is send out a big, heartfelt, warm thank you for you for being here with us today. And, of course, to my fellow teammate, Aurora, uh, way over there in Hermosillo. Uh, Aurora, uh, thank you so much for your gracious help and, uh, and, and for, for joining us today. I know, I know it was your first time. You did great. I can't wait to have you more often here in our Dojo Live. Uh, the only thing I don't envy is the weather. You have Aurora. <laughs> I know it's very yeah. hot right now. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, Gilad, uh, our guest today. Again, thank you. And uh, folks, stay tuned for more Dojo Live interviews. Dojo Live: The Future from those creating it. Thank, thank you. So thank much. you, guys. Thank you so much for having me as well. Uh, it was a pleasure to be here and uh, have a kind of open discussion. I think it's a great forum. Um, I really like that format as well. So thank you Perfect. again. And uh, we'll talk again soon. We will indeed, uh, Gilad. So let's stay in touch. Folks, thank you so much for being joining us on one more episode of Dojo Live, the future from those creating it. Bye, everyone. Bye.
Check out past episodes, transcripts, blogs, and more on our website, dojo.nearsoft.com.